Greetings and shalom, meshbacha. What's poppin' family? This is your sister. Y'all already know. So guys, this segment is an interview with an occulty that I recently met uh, on YouTube. The first time I got to see her, uh, hear her speak, was on an interview with Thoughts Camera Action. And I just had to have her on the show so family, with no further ado, here's the interview. Hello. Hi, sorry about that. I didn't even see the notification. <laughs> I think oh, my phone is on vibrate, I think. I think it's on silent since I've been working. I, I forgot to turn it back on. <laughs> oh, no, you good. You good. You got my text. I'm like, I'm calling you now. <laughs> I just been sitting there like, I thought you would have just popped up on my phone like a ring or like a, you know, like a, I don't know if it'd be like a, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm here right, now. Right, right. <laughs> oh, greetings and shalom. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Covered in Spirit and Truth with yours truly, Aja Bati, Alicia, and family. I have a very, very special guest on the line with us this evening. So, Akoti, please introduce yourself. Yes, thank you, Batia. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. My name is Naftali Hoda. And the Hoda comes from, you know, our sister, uh, the uh, matriarch Hoda in the Bible. And um, so a little bit about myself is, is that um, I'm on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel by the name of African Diaspora United in Christ and also Naftali Hoda New School of Thought. And um, I'm coming because I've been hearing a lot of you know, really bad information coming out from some of these uh, people that are teaching. And I just wanted to come in with my truth. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you that is true. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of crap out there. And the sad thing about it is, you know, we'll come and, and try to shed the light of the truth. And our people have been indoctrinated for so long. They're not trying to hear us yet. So let me just say, Okoti, I so appreciate you. I appreciate you very much for what you're doing. So let me just ask you this. How old are you? Yes, um, I am 34 years old. Um, I'll be 35 next week. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, happy early birthday, beautiful. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Are you married? Yes, I am. I am married. Uh, me and my husband. Uh, we've been married for about almost five years. Okay, awesome. And do you guys have children? Yes, uh, we've been together for almost um, 17 years. We have a 15-year-old daughter. Uh, we mm -hmm. have a 9-year-old son and a 10-year-old son. All right. Praise Yahuwah. <laughs> and that's my, my husband and myself. We've been together 17 years. And... Uh, this past November made 14, made 13 years that we were actually married. Like, mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah, girl. So congratulations on tying the knot five years ago. But, you know, look, real quick, and it has nothing to do with these questions. Do you feel that you guys were already married before you made it legal? Yes, actually, the only reason why it took so long was just... Um, business you know just we had to keep some things separate but we've always always right. as if we were you know right, right. <laughs> i'm telling you i think if i would have known 
back then what I know now, honestly speaking, I would not have had like a justice of the peace officiate, nor would I have, um, I wouldn't have done it that way. I would have just taken it straight to Yahuwah, maybe had some close people, you know, witness it, you know what I'm saying? And just mm -hmm. made it, I would have did it completely different. But anyway, go back to my questions. I have these questions to set up for you. Okay, so where did you study? As far as, uh, you know, schools and things of that nature? Oh, uh, yes. Um, so, um, you know, I, you know, of course I attended high school and then mm -hmm. um, I went to um, Forest Park Community College. Okay. And um, so after that, mm -hmm. um, I did not graduate uh, college. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now as being the historian that you are, how long have you been studying the information that you're sharing with us. Yeah, so let me give you a little bit of background about myself. Um, okay, one more. I used to, I was a Christian. Um, mm -hmm. I, I grew up missionary Baptist. And, right. um, <laughs> you know, uh, my husband was onto YouTube and he was, you know, looking at some things and he was showing it to me. And I was just like, what is this? Why are you looking at that? You know, why does this matter? And then one day he set me down and I watched a video. And when I tell you, my mind was blown. And from that day, what, video, what video did it for you? Well, it was actually like one of those conspiracy uh, theory videos. It was actually, you know, yep. um, a video um, by this, it was actually a Christian pastor, a, a white Christian pastor, actually. His name was Ken right, Hovind. Okay. His name was Ken Hovind. And he started talking about, you know, the Bilderbergs and getting into, uh, you know, drivers, uh, your license plates and how you're not, you know, it was like really one of those videos that was like really letting us know about the truth about mm -hmm. you know, um, the new world order and all of that. And I was just sitting there, I was like, and then they were talking wow. about the Christmas tree and Christmas and how it wasn't and the, the Sabbath being on Saturday. And I was just sitting there and I was like, what Ooh. is going on? Right. <laughs> and so, you know, and then after that, you know, some time later passed and then he showed me, uh, he was like, come look at these guys, look at these guys. And it was the IUIC, it was uh, Bishop Nathaniel. And mm -hmm. immediately they were talking about being with the Israelites and I was like, that's us. Like, that's us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was watching IUIC, I was watching um, Sakari and uh, HOI and all of them. And, mm -hmm. you know, while I was sitting there, I just eventually I just started to notice like, okay, mm -hmm. some of the some of this information <laughs> is <laughs> not. Know. Right. <laughs> you know, I right. hate to be like that, but like with my line of work, I am a data analyst. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a data analyst. So I analyze data all day. And right. so within my line of work, um, you're a I fact checker. I am a fact checker. Exactly. I analyze mm -hmm. data. You know, I've, I've taken trainings. Um, I've, I've taken code at, uh, UMSL. So I've done a lot of, you know, back, you know, uh, um, certifications and things like that to be able to do that. But um, so with that, I was just standing back and I was just like, this information is not right. A lot of this stuff is unfair. They were being uh, very unfair to, to Africans. You know, I've, I consider mm -hmm. myself to be an African American mm -hmm. from Africa, a descendant of Africans. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, so I felt as though that they were being um, very, very unfair and untrue with their, yeah. with their information. According to them, we're all Hamites. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. They're saying in their headlines. <laughs> but when you look at the, um, and this was like, this was like one of my first videos was the hypocrisy of the 12 tribes chart. Um, because oh, when I was looking at it, it was like a big hypocrisy because the stuff that they were blaming the Africans for, the Native Americans and Hispanic, well, the Native Americans especially, are guilty of it. And so mm -hmm. I would be sitting there yelling at the screen, yelling at my husband, talking to him about it. He was like, why do you keep telling me this? Why do you keep telling me? Why don't you make yourself a channel? So he went on and made me a channel. And you know, and yeah. Oh let me just say, go husband, go husband. <laughs> yes, it was all him. I'm telling you, all this was him. And um, he gave me the strength to um, to make these videos. Because when I tell you, I wear my heart on my sleeves, like literally yeah. in my hand. And I'm pretty like, I don't like to put myself out there because I don't like to be judged. So um, I was, you know, it was like tooth and nail to get me to make videos. But um, he would be like, come on, you know, motivating me, trying to get me to do it. And so for about a good four years, I've made videos every once in a while. I never showed myself. I never got out of my box. But like the last, uh, I guess this past few, like three months, three or four months, is when I was like, well, I really need to get my message out. So I guess I really need to start putting myself out. And yeah, start, you know, it's, because, it's because these are the last days, beloved. And he's calling out his watchmen, his trumpet sounders, his fact finders, his mouthpieces, beloved. So, yeah, he just, yeah, it was time. It was definitely time. Yeah. Yes. Some of the, because you mentioned a few of uh, the YouTube teachers and things of that nature. What? Mm -hmm. This is like not one of the questions I had written down, but uh, what are, are your thoughts on the Watchmen reports? And I ask you this because um, in this awakening, aside from what I would learn by myself reading, um, they were my first teacher. What are you? What are your views on that? Oh yes, um, they. I definitely learned of them later. You know, so when I first got introduced into the the truth. And the one thing I learned about the truth is that it's actually not about the truth, but that's another, another, another thing. But um, when I, I, I actually adore the Watchmen and Deborah. Like, I adore them. I believe that they their information is more, uh, yeah, more spot on than any other. Yeah. They teach for like straight up. They're historians, they teach for straight truth. I agree with you. Yes, I, I agree as well. Okay, awesome. Okay. I believe the ball is a powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm going to say there is only one small piece of information that I've gotten from them um, that I don't all the way agree with. And I, it's only because I feel like they took that part out of context. Whereas, okay, so I have some friends um, that I've met just like online, because like I said, I don't know anyone in the Awakening in the Bronx, but I have this beloved Okoti, and she's like, Oh, we, if I could say super brutal, like in righteousness and in truth, you know, and, but she has children from a previous marriage and her children are like half uh, Asian or whatever. So from what I've gotten from their teaching, it's like, and she's no longer with the, the dad, but it's like, she's supposed to put her children away. Is that what they're teaching? Oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> that was, listen, I'm no, going to be, I don't, that, I don't agree I don't, with that. 
because if you look at our a lot of our bloodline has been you know we look at what was going on through with us through slavery and um you know you look at their dna we have a big chunk of it but what i say is that you have to be grafted back in and that's what it says about a third generation so i believe if you if she gets those children and they marry back in into the congregation then you know because the children you know you can't help what has happened to you but what you can do is try to fix it and try to correct it now you continue to breed out but then that's what you did you didn't breed yourself completely right, out right. but exactly. it's the way of breeding out and breeding back in yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's how that you're making because the thing about it is you know these people they may have made their children before they even came into the truth they didn't know any better and now you know I know especially my sister she said she would never even date or facilitate a conversation with anybody outside of the commonwealth anybody outside you know of, of the tribes but even if her children never marry, right say they decide to stay single and you know don't fornicate just live their bodies for Yahuwah they are still of the commonwealth because they accept my, they have the testimony of Mashiach, right? And isn't that, yeah. that's what in Revelations yeah. is that? Definitely. So, so for that reason, I started to like maybe pull me away a little bit. I said, no, I don't want to. But then I came across truth unedited, fell in love with it. Yeah, I believe that there is a kingdom. And um, there, there is a hierarchy within that kingdom. But there I, is a kingdom. And so, you know, although... You know, um, I, what I what I believe is that, you know, within their kingdom, of course, you know, the Israelites are going to be there at the top, but everybody else will be, you like know. The, yeah, just the believers that made it through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to be there. And, and, yeah. and that's just, that's how I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's so crazy? What I realized reading in the book of Revelation is going to be more of them than us. If, in fact, okay, and let me just say what I mean by that is like, so if, if 144,000 of us are like the chosen ones that are going to be ruling and reigning, right? And then the scripture says, but then there's going to be those that are like without number, countless of every nation and tongue that have the testimony of Mashiach, you know, and they're going to be able, you know, they're going to be saved. They're going to be redeemed. So I'm like, only 144,000, there's a number there, but what about on, you know, countless? So it's going to be a whole lot of people that got that word because remember, we rejected it. We treated it like crap. We treat each other like crap. This is why only what? How two thirds is being cut off? <laughs> you feel uh, me? So I'm like all of the discrimination and race hate. And we have to remember we broke the father's heart first. We opened the way for other people to come in to the wealth. Right or wrong? Well, I agree with that, but I always believed that we were always supposed to bring the other the other yeah. uh, nations in, you know, we go back uh, into Deuteronomy. It says you have to, you know, wear these, you know, wear this and also show the stranger as well in the land. So we oh, were supposed yeah. to just be the ones who were to, you know, the leaders and the to right. be by example, not to be a follower. So, yeah. yeah. And that's why oh, these God. other nations are on top of us because they, mm-hmm. we became the tail and they became the head. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on. But you see the curses are lifting up. Look at what we're doing right now. Able to be able to converse about the most high and his goodness and everything and, and who we are and everything like that. So the curses are definitely being lifted. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and those definitely. Out there trying to spoil the bunch. There is a place waiting for them. 
Gehenna. Okay. Oh yes, so, most definitely. Praise you for that. Yes. <laughs> hallelujah. Okay, so the next question on my list of questions is, okay, so in your household, who mm-hmm. would you say is the head of the household? Who's the leader? Or would you say that you guys live in an equal household? Uh, you know, with him having the respect of like, yes, I am the head, but for my, my joint heir. Oh, well, you know, it's kind of like a mixture of both. You know, my husband is definitely the head of the household and, you know, Mm -hmm. I definitely submit to him. But, you know, I do make uh, my voice is definitely heard and it is definitely respected. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. That was another thing that made me fall in love with the Watchmen. You know, the dynamic of the relationship and everything like that and how he supports her and he doesn't shut her up and say, be quiet and learn under me. Be quiet. You know, he even says that. uh, I remember I call him to saying that he would be a fool if he didn't listen to his wife sometimes because uh, you know, a lot of his uh, successful ventures and things like that went from him actually listening to the wisdom that was put in his wife. So oh yeah, you're that. supposed to be one flesh. When you become right. when you get married, you become one flesh. You know what I'm saying? No, so you know it's no um, reason to you know look down upon your um, your wife as if she is nobody or she's your servant because mm-hmm. the Bible clearly says you guys will become one flesh. Come on now, you know what I see? Uh, the perversion of the scripture, whereas you know they okay, so you know that the headship right where it says uh, Yahusha is head of the wife. I mean, it's head of, wait, the husband is head of the wife. Yeah. And Yahusha is head of the husband. Husband, and head of the husband. Right? They pervert that. What they yes, don't understand, do. it, what they don't understand, they mean, that means in protection and covering. That's how I take that. You know what I mean? He's the authority covering over the wife, but it don't mean like dictator type. Like, you know what no. I mean? They just make it ugly. Yeah, they, make it yeah, ugly. they definitely, because Christ allows them to live the way that they want to live he's not interjecting over the man even though he is the head so i don't mm-hmm. know why they feel this so they need to interject over you know just be um, a dictator over the woman right. uh, you know, my husband you know a lot of i get my husband has gotten a lot of pushback for allowing me to come out and speak I you can know, imagine. Listen, yeah. because I know how our people can be, I'm quite sure they call you Jezebel and him Ahab. You see it too much in this awakening, whereas there's a, a husband and wife team, and they're, you know, they're in the truth, and the wife speaks at all, let alone have pretty much her own channel. That's what they call, you know, that's what they're saying. Oh, yeah, they think it's, you know, they they make uh, it's it's been a mess i mean a mm-hmm. lot <laughs> you know we've got, we got death threats and you know uh it, it, just because we're trying just because i'm trying to you know just speak the most high's word i'm not trying mm-hmm. to assort my authority over anyone trying to do any i just wanted to give my people uh some information that can ju- just help them um you know get closer to the most high like that's my only goal right exactly and that's what i love about you too um the fact that you know a lot of people they would try to start some kind of leadership movement join this channel type thing you know i'm your leader now i'm the leader of this channel now so i respect that you're just like listen i'm your sis i got this information i want to share the information that's going out there is gotta <laughs> yeah you know it has to be a standard you know yeah. and i just want to develop and that's one thing i respect about tca and the rest it. of us that are coming out is that we're trying to develop a standard for just the truth it's not about if we're the israelites it's not about if if we're the people on top it's about just the truth and how do we get to the most high 
and if yeah. we are the people then that's just even better but it's not that about um you know these you know keeping a lie or keeping this doctrine or trying to right. you know live under this guise mm-hmm. of, of man worship you know it's right. about the most exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly so and this oh my goodness this is something that i am going to try so hard not to really get too much into Okay, but I want to give you um, a kudos and an applause <laughs> because I saw one of uh, the segments. I think I even messaged you inbox. I said, I'm not even going to bring it up. <laughs> um, how do you deal with people coming on with contrary rocks? They're coming on with opposition purposely to pick and poke. How do you how do you deal with it and and why do you deal with it? Well, and that's something that I've been getting a lot of uh, I guess feedback and backlash for because what I do is is that I I really want to understand and I really want to try to get a you know have a dialogue with my that's another thing you know we all need to talk with each other we all need to have a time where we both can just communicate and just figure out what is really you know what's your information what's my information and we both can try to uh you know wrestle through it or we can just agree to disagree but i'm starting to learn uh because i am new and new to this that mm-hmm. um uh a lot of lot of a uh, lot is being missed uh, with me trying to um, you know have these communications because these people really aren't genuine. They're, they're just, just coming on to disrupt it. Yeah, they're, they're coming, coming on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me just say, they're coming on as instigators with under a specific spirit, right? I started to study uh, the word Baal. Right. And then it led me to Gad and Baal Gad and Baal Zebub. And then, you know, it, it, it explained about the Lord of the Fly, right? And what a Gad fly does. And a Gad fly, it picks and annoys. It picks at livestock. It picks at, you know, it, it, it you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A fly. Think about it. And okay. that is exactly what these people come on to do. They wow. are literally operating under the spirit of Baal Zebub. Mm. Yeah, this is good information. Thank you. I didn't know that. I never heard of the gadfly. Never heard of that. Girl, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you. I did a podcast segment on it. I'm gonna send you the link and then I'm gonna give you the link for the sources because citing sources, especially for a woman like you, is very important. Okay. <laughs> so I have the sources for you. Um, it's really good stuff. It comes from um uh, a website called thecreators.com is where I first started to read the literature and do the study. I don't <laughs> uh, subscribe to everything that is on that website. I've learned how to do the meat and spit out the bones. And I always cover myself. I always cover myself. You know, um, very fond of, of the story in Yashar when it speaks about how our father, Abraham, Avraham, how he dealt with Nimrod when Nimrod questioned him. And it said that he was fully clothed in the Ruach of Elohim. Mm. And that stood out to me. So when I go in certain arenas or, you know, listen to certain things or even read certain things, I'm like, Abba, yeah, clothe me right now with your spirit. You know, head to toe, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness. You know, I, I, I spit all the pieces of the garment and I make sure I'm covered. So now I'm when I'm doing that too. Yeah, I'm doing Hallelujah. that more. I'm yeah, more, I'm definitely praying before I even get on uh 
the mic because mm-hmm. uh, I'm learning that the more um, the more attention that I get, the more I'm bringing back. Um, I guess I'll call them imps. Yeah, yeah. I got yep. <laughs> agents, baby. Insta agents. Yeah. Yes, they're 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 starting to come, and you know, like I said, I I I'm new to this, and I have you know, like I said, I I come with I come in peace, right? Nice. And I come with love, but everybody, you know, people want to get a sound bite. People want to get you looking bad. People want to catch you off guard. Oh, and, and, you know, yes, so. I should a little clip and Miranda and Miranda and Miranda back and make you look like you're saying something crazy. They do that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so now, you know, I'm learning and, you know, with, mm-hmm. with, with uh, mistakes and with um, experience, I'm learning mm-hmm. how to, uh, you know, move forward. Right. In so let me give you this little bit of advice, right? Please. You can you can do your your calls, right? Zoom calls. I would suggest you didn't do anything live. That way you can filter out what needs to be filtered, like the garbage that Q was spitting out, blatantly disrespecting the elder. You know what I'm saying? So where you say the part where elders are to curse them out, little things like that. I'm not gonna lie, I will edit it out. Because you know what? They wanna be able to accuse us. They wanna be able to be like, see, where's the righteousness in that? Look at him, look, see? Nah. So we have control over what we put out. So I'm not even gonna give you that smear on my brother. I'm editing that crap out. So, and I, I learned that from literally being on that assembly for the two months I was on. We would literally, we never did a Bible study that was less than five, six hours. Mm. The Bible never came out. The Bible only came out when I brought it out and that became a problem for me. But the thing is, his editing skills was fire, okay? So whatever should not have been put in there. Like we had someone coming in from the UK and you know, people, everybody was sharing stories and stuff like that. Um, about, you know, whatever. And she said something that she didn't have any bad intention, but a babe hearing it or someone who's not versed in the scriptures, they may have, you know, taken it wrong and been misled or whatever. So, you know, you being able to edit things of that nature out. So I would suggest that you didn't go live, that you recorded your, your Zoom meeting and then shared it on your channel. Well, I do have an option to go live and edit. And okay. I was going to do, I just did a video, um, not like a few days ago. And I was told, like, I was told they were like, you know, it's taken away. A lot of people have been saying that, um, these, these behind the scene conversations are taken away. These, you know, these, uh, conversations are taken away from the, um, the, the lesson. So mm-hmm. I'm going to not go forward, um, I'm going to edit them out before when I, right. I'm going to edit them before they get put back up on the channel. So I'm going to take right. it off, edit it, and then when when anyone else comes in, they mm-hmm. will not do that. because, right. um, like I said, I came in with the um, with the heart of wanting to just have dialogues and conversations for I all to hear and to be a mm-hmm. part of, but it's now coming off as a mockery and a waste right. of time. Yeah, let me let me share this with you. Yes. Have you gone? I, I'm sure you have, but I don't want to assume. Have you gone through the book of Maccabees? Um, I've gone through the book of Maccabees, but I definitely can um, hear some more. So if you want to share with me, please right. do. So what I want to share is so I'm in Second Maccabees right now. I'm like doing a series here on the podcast. Um, and all through the scripture, 
all you see is it says there were some wicked men among Israel. There were some evil men among Israel that went and they spoke report against their brother. Those safe, self-same people are among us. Okay, they look like us. They have our same color skin, but they are wicked men that just want to contaminate because they have a heart of Esau. They wanna, they wanna go and say, you know, every white person or every light person is the heart of Esau. First of all, Esau didn't start off white. Okay, right. he was Jacob's twin brother. Okay, who spread his seed. You see what I'm saying? So that same seed is still out there. So those are the ones that's getting up on, you know, on the channels and stuff like that, coming at people in over their 50s, calling them, you know, nigga. Now, me, the way I look at the word nigga, I wear it with pride. Call me nigga, nigger, nigga. <laughs> I love it all. Um, just because of my understanding of it. You feel me? But to, especially to the old school, don't come at them like that. So that's what I'm like, yo, that's the spirit of Esau right in them. That spirit of discord, anger. Remember, he was an angry little something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. If you really follow the story of, of, of Yaakov and Esau, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just brought that out to say, you see all through the Maccabees, how it was us. We sold our brothers out. Well, the people that looked like us sold us out. You see That's what I'm right. saying? Those Romans, they would have never been able to get that power. We were like literally superheroes. You understand what I'm saying? But see, the wicked ones, yeah, and they had to be purged out. And, and then what happened? We lost heart too. We did. We started giving in to them and having meetings with them and making treaties with them. And Yahoo, I said, oh yeah, y'all want to play with me? Now look, back to Egypt, because that's where we <laughs> at. You know what? And that Mac and that second Maccabees is a testament to what happened to all of our great kingdoms. That's Not right. just our kingdoms that you know that we had in Israel, but the kingdoms that we had in Africa. You know, right. dealing with those people is, you know, we gave over our thrones to them, you yeah. know, and voluntarily, okay? No one is defeated. No yeah, one can defeat like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, he ain't no joke. You don't want that smoke. But you know what? They were not in their right states of mind. They were influenced by the spirit of the adversary. Period. You know, people like to say, you know, Hasatan has no power. Yeah, But he's been around a long, long time. He's actually given permission to go before Yahuwah to accuse the sons of men. You see in the book of Jasher. Okay, before mm -hmm. what happened with Abraham and his son, it was Hasatan who, just like how he did with Job, he went to the Most High, okay, and said, Yeah, did you consider your servant Abraham? He hasn't worshiped you since he had his son. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he continuously did that, and 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 they look black. Right, and, and that breaks my heart when you know you see the ones with the good intentions. Like we all won, we all know we ain't. Nimrod was black, so his oh, black yeah. sons is out there repping him heavy. Yeah, but and you know, in, yes, mm -hmm. but she was right alongside of Nimrod. You know, that's Hello. something that you know people see, see to always Hello. forget about. Yes, uh, Tara. Didn't he, didn't he chop his head off? Like, yeah, that's why they took the book of Jasher out the Bible. You know that, right? They don't want us to know how they really gave it up. Okay, they popped on them, right? People, they was not scared of them, they did not fear them, they did not see Nimrod as a god like he was trying to proclaim himself. That's why 
for me, mm-hmm. anybody that would be brazen enough, and I will not mention any names, but anyone that would be brazen enough to say I come in the spirit of Nimrod, no one should correct them. And again, like I said, sorry for the interruption, but it was worth it. Now back to the interview. No one should say, no, you Hebrew. Because no, he isn't. He is who he say he is. He had his goons up there with him in the spirit, ready to come in. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I, I you know, they know who uh, they are. They know they are and, and, and I have to realize that they know who they are and allow them to, because the most high must be giving them that hardening of their heart yeah. or keeping a veil over their eyes. Or um, giving them strange delusions because he must want them to keep that keep that information because that's what he wants them to do. Hello, because y'all ain't none of mine. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, my next question for you was: How would you how would you say you are received by males in this awakening? Well, I'm definitely um, I'm definitely happy. And very appreciative of the of what I have received. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now that I've been getting a lot of love from the males. Now, where I wish I was getting more, unfortunately, it's from my sisters. Wow. That leads me honestly to want to just do another segment. Um, you know, separate from this one where I just have a few occultes, a few sisters, just lift each other up and encourage one another because if we're not gonna support us, who else will? In respects to that, for the brothers that do hate, right, or even sisters that hate and don't show the love, do you think it's because that you're sharing information that they have not been privy to yet. And because you know this, it's kind of like who she, where she came from, and they're really just more jealous than anything? Well, um, I haven't had much hate from my sisters, you know? I think, you know, with us, we have to warm up. Um, I had one sister that was kind of, it's kind of weird. She was a, a Hebrew, but I, I, I'm not even going to touch on her. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just I just feel like, you know, I have to just continue to put my message out. And I just have to continue to let people know my understanding and where I'm coming from. Now, um, I have had a lot of, you know, brothers tell me, you know, oh, why is she on here? Why is she speaking? Who is she? You know, women need to be quiet. Um, <laughs> but from the most part, you know, with all the... Um, the, the incidents that ha- that has happened behind the scenes, I'm going to tell you, it's been more love that I've been receiving than yeah, anything. But with yeah, you know, but with the um, but with the disrespect that I have gotten, you know, I try to, you know, my husband has to come in several times. I'm not going to sit up and act like I'm like I. This is all on my own. My husband has to come back and reassure me and redirect me and tell right. me, you know, because sometimes it, it becomes like. Um, I have to, it starts to affect me mentally. It starts to affect yeah, my mental yeah. health. 
And uh, especially just, you know, with that, but you know, also we got to deal with the adversary. You know, we got to deal with him. And then we got to deal with these other people. That, that are working with him, you know? So Because mm-hmm. we wrestle it's, not against flesh and blood, yeah? It's all... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I just want my people to act right. Like, come on now. Thank Mom, you. I'm dealing with you too. I'm dealing with my life. I'm doing what I just need you guys to understand that. But, you know, right. sometimes exactly. they, they just don't. They making it harder, actually. I know. So, with, with that being said, I want to ask you, because I see that the name of your channel is African Diaspora United in Christ. Do you consider yourself to be a Christian? Well, when I use Christ, uh, well, Christian just means to be, you know, Christ-like, to follow Christ. Uh, so I use Christ because, you know, um, he is our, you know, he is our savior, you know. But I do not consider myself to be a Christian, no. No, I don't consider myself to be a Christian. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So now, what if I told you, right, that they were a group of people worshiping and they were called Christians before Messiah was even born? Have you heard this before? Before uh, Messiah was even born? No, mm-hmm. um, I have not heard that, no. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, the group of worshipers called uh, the worshippers of Serapis. No, I'm, I'm not familiar. I saw you put that on there, and I was like, oh, what is that, Serapis? I'm not familiar. All right, all right. So this is this is good, and I'm 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 honored and privileged to be able to share some of this information with you. Okay, so I have an email that I sent to myself with all of the details, but what I do want to just encourage you, I'm going to send it to you. And just so you can have just a little bit of background about where, uh, who were the Christians before Christ, um, mm-hmm. why they called themselves Christians. Okay, I'm like, oh, I wrote some stuff down here. Hold on. Okay, this is about to judge it down. Okay, let me see. Okay, so it says here, according to Tor Egypt, oh my goodness. Akosi, check that website out, period. There's so much information, so much good stuff on there called Tour Egypt, right? So it says, according according to Tour Egypt, the worshippers of the deity, Serapis, are called Christians, and those devoted to the god Serapis call themselves the bishops of Christ. So when when I got that information, I started to ask myself, then, why do we call our Messiah Christ? And then so I started to look into the word Christ, which just means anointed one. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it made sense. He was in a, he was the anointed one, right? Mm-hmm. And what is anointed means, you know, to be endowed with a calling or a gift or, you know, whatever. So um, I just started to look into that and say, but he was so much more than just an anointed one. He was the savior. Does Christ literally break down to mean savior? Yes, no, it, it, it actually happened through the Roman influence because mm. it was, girl, it, it blew my mind. So I don't want to get too much into it right now. What I want you to do is please read the information that I have. You know, because I know you're a fact checker and things of that nature. And I would love to get back on at another time. And then we'll discuss that if that's okay with you. Well, that, that sounds fine. Um, I, You know, I just did a, a 
video on the Romans and Catholicism and how that's not Christianity and mm-hmm. their influence and they're bringing their paganism. So I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Girl, it, you know what, what, why I blew my mind though, Akoti? Because I'm like, but wait a minute now. Because, so first of all, let me just give you a little bit of my background, right? Mm-hmm. So when I began to serve uh, as an adult, in Christianity, I want to say that was 2004, okay, and I went in full throttle, like, I have a voice, I sing a bit or whatever, so instantly the pastor was like, I want you on the worship team, um, I was in a, on the worship team and I was at every Bible study, everything I could do to be a part of it, I volunteered for everything because, you know, I was, I was a street worker, more than just a gangster, I sold my body. I mm. thought, you know, I wanted to be a stripper and everything like that. And so when he saved me, I was just like, what can I do? Like, I felt like the Mary Magdalene story, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. literally. So I went in full throttle. So, you know, over the years, I began to elevate. Um, and I went from, like, worship leader. Um, I was a youth leader. Um, I taught new membership classes. Um, I just was really, really in, you know, mm-hmm. well-versed, always reading the Bible, always reading the scripture. So that same fervor that I had, I have now, but I'm like, yeah, I rebuked. I cast it out. I saw the fruit of it. And all I knew was the name Jesus Christ. And that's when he showed me that I knew the meditation of your heart number one and number two I had not yet taught you the name that was the only name that you knew so I knew what you were doing and that authority that I put in you since your mother's birth you know since you were in the, the womb which we all have that belong to him us little brothers and little sisters of Messiah you know what I'm saying so he said that's why the power went out that's why it happened and because of how much you love me I'm going to start teaching you so I'm going to tell you something. When people first started coming to me with the Yeshua, you know, I, I loved breaking down the transliteration of the name and explaining to them that Jesus is the same. And, and that's a whole other conversation I'm not going to get into right now. But so, like I said, I saw the evidence of his power in the usage of that name. And what happens is, once you learn the difference now, you're now accountable. You know what I'm saying? Um, he never took his name Yah away from us, but we didn't know his name was Yah for a long time. All we knew was Hallelujah. It's just now in this generation that we're learning that Hallelujah means all ye praise Yahuwah. You know what I mean? We just said yeah. it because they said it means the highest praise. So we said it. He gave us his name then. He never erased his name from over our lips, but because we were on punishment, we didn't know that was his name. last and final interruption of the segment just to remind you that you too can get paid to speak your mind shed light share truth on anchor by spotify oh yeah i definitely am aware um 
of that, you know, I know that that's something that the Watchmen and Deborah is really big on. Uh, yeah, they really big on. But, you know, if we get, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say anything, but if we get into the, into, you know, Yahuwah and, you know, Yah, um, with that name, uh, it, some people say that that's even found uh, within the uh, Canaanite pantheon with the name. Yeah. So I don't. Because there was, there was a demon named Yah or something like that. Well, yeah. You heard that word. His name is, El, his name is uh, he, it's in, it's in the case. So what I, what I always say is like, you know, I always quote Zachariah 3. And I uh, always say the that. The new name uh, and the new He's gonna re- restore the the pure name and the pure Ooh. language, and yes, so I, I know that. Um, now I don't use the name Jesus, you know, I don't use that name. But right. when I say the Christ, you know, it just means the Savior. You know, that's gotcha. just the what we have as far as gotcha. the language that we speak. But I am very aware of um, how uh, the name has you know been removed from us but um, like i said you know i I see both sides i'm looking like you know people oh you know you know yah is also you know the most high so they try to take that name uh say Mm -hmm. the most high belong to the uh the 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 god el and el eling on is you know and it's just like i just look at zachariah and i go hey he's going to restore like you said there's a lot that we don't know right and what what i love (laughs) What I love is what Rabbi Shaul said. For now, we know in part. We prophesy in part, right? So right now, I mean, we, we getting it together. We ain't got it all yet. You we know trying. We trying. I understand. And yes, I use the name Yah. And, you know, I have Christ on there because um, I just, because Christ means Savior. And um, right now, at the language that I speak, and I know that um, I just wanted to appeal, because uh, when I use African diaspora, see, African diaspora, we're the African diaspora. And diaspora is yeah. the disbursement mm-hmm. of the Jews, the scatterment of the Jews. That's, and that's right. our claim. That's our You're claim. Right to, take away, to take away the African and take away the diaspora. It's taken away yeah. our claim, and a lot of yeah. people don't understand that because Sorry to cut you, but this is why you got no, all go these rules trying to like disconnect from the continent. I don't even get into that because you know what? I just be like, Father Yah, just open their eyes, please. Remove them scales. Oh my goodness! Because right now, it's like to me, black on black racism. It, it's called an internalized racism, and yeah, you're right because. Um, but I was watching Guerrilla Hebrew uh, debate uh, this guy named Garfield, and he did. He had to go in and use an African tribe to support that black people. Af- that black people are the Jews. And what I thought was so funny was which really tribe did he use? Huh? Which, which tribe did he bring out? Oh, this is what he brought out. He brought out the Dahomey Kingdom. Now they always talk about. You know, oh, they sold us into slavery, but that's the that's the tribe that actually mm-hmm. didn't sell it. That's the ones mm-hmm. that are known and documented specifically for this for selling and capturing and selling uh, their own people for alcohol and guns. Right. So, so the Dahomey tribe that did that, you said. Yes, it was the Dahomey yeah. tribe, and they're actually yeah. the tribe of Dan. And it said that it was prophesied what? in Genesis that the uh, that they would be a serpent. 
And right mm. then and there, they started to worship the serpent because they are the ones that, you know, they get into the voodoo and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty ironic. And I made a video on it because I was like, you know, you, you have no claim. Your only claim to being an Israelite is in Africa. Now, let you go in history. Now, we can bring out the curses. We can bring out the blessings. We can bring out all the stuff in the Bible. But everybody can look at those curses and try and see themselves in some of them. Some people can see themselves in the Bible the way that it's written. And it's written that way specifically so that it won't get burned or thrown away so that anybody can see themselves in it. Mm -hmm. when you go into history and that's one thing that I said to myself is that hey can I prove this Bible in history and that's what's important right. I know that's that the Bible is true I don't need to prove it in history I don't need you it, I know it you better tell it <laughs> I but know the it's fact true. that you can it is beautiful exactly some people need more for some reason I don't need yeah. it but some people need more and I'm willing to you know do the, the leg work or the heavy work to right. help my people out, you know, but like I was saying, that's why, you know, I strategically chose African diaspora because African, because a Negro is an African. That's and right. an African is the ones that have been dispersed and we're the ones, and dispersed means scattered. And we know that that's the right. Jews were scattered. And Come so on, also bring in Christ. So, you know, I tried to be very uh, methodical about uh -huh. the channel and I knew it was controversial let me but, say this yeah. that was the fruit that was the fruit that could have been so ripe and tasty had he been able to get that out of his mouth because remember Elder on that debate that I told you I watched Elder was trying to get that out oh okay yeah exactly what you said he was trying to get that out but you know he was provoked to anger and it just went really crazy or whatever the case may be but everything that you have said is spot on. I'm so glad <laughs> that we had this time to talk. We've been like 53 minutes in and it's still stuff on my paper, but I think if I'm not mistaken, Anchor's gonna cut us off in an hour and we would either have to just convene another time or I'll call you right back and we do it again. But the thing that I wanted to get out, mm -hmm. and this is why, like I said, I'm so glad that I did this with you because like I told you, I was prohibited from mm -hmm. doing it right and yeah. now I'm, I'm understanding even more and more why <laughs> so there are a lot of people that are operating under specific ruachs right now and they're saying they're a part of this awakening right mm -hmm. and because of the question that I asked you like have you been called Jezebel has your husband been uh, called Ahab I did a little bit of digging just real quick and yes. I wanted to just, I want to share this here, what I wrote. Well, let me let me see what I wrote. Okay, so I said, all right, so how do you feel about the term Jezebel? Or should I say, right, so how do you feel about that term, that name, and how you see it being used today? Well, yeah, so when I see the term Jezebel, um, it's applied to Black women, unfortunately, though, that Jezebel was not a Black woman. And right. I feel that it's un unfortunate that they want to apply something like that towards us. And um, mm -hmm. I don't, I know what the word, I know what the name Jezebel breaks down. It breaks down to Baal and the worship mm -hmm. of Baal. And um, to put that on us as if we are following the guys or following the, the line of the walk with Baal, it is very disturbing and very um, 
I it's mean, it's, it's, and it's, it's a lie. And it's a mm-hmm. lie. And, um, and that's one thing that I learned, you know, Jezebel, uh, Eve, you know, I get Eve a lot. Um, right. you know, uh, one thing I noticed is that with these, um, I've never been called a bee so much in my life. Um, just responding to people calling, you know, leaving comments. I'm afraid to leave comments because people would leave, call me a bee, I, you know. Uh, oh, but the conscious guys in the conscious community, they would call me queen. Uh, you know, you know, they'll say, you know, more, you know, beloved terms, but my own brothers in the truth, it was like, be this, be that. And, uh, I wish I did get a Jezebel more often instead of the B word, but I was getting that all the time. And I'm saying this seriously. (laughs) <laughs> with the authority that Mashiach gives his own in this earth realm. You brothers that are going around treating the daughters of Sarah, because that is who we are. The daughters mm-hmm. of Sarah that way, there is a place for you. Lest ye repent right now. You need, And those of y'all super brews that speak the Hebrew, do you know Teshuva? 180 degree turn. You need to repent. You need to find a way to reach out and apologize to this woman of Yah or her father will deal with you. Mm. Okay. So, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, here's what I wrote, right? Because, like I said, I did a little bit of um, homework reading into the word Jezebel. So, it says here from the Hebrew, and correctly, is Isabel, which could possibly mean, where is the prince? A ritual question spoken in ceremonies honoring Baal. Alternatively, mm. it may mean not exalted. In the Old Testament, Isabel is an evil wife of the King Ahab of Israel. Her and her husband promoted the worship of Baal and Ashar. That's, did I say that right? Ashtara, sorry. Yeah, they Ashtara. promoted and taught the worship of Baal and Asherah and killed and drove out the prophets of Yahuwah and the holy men of Yah. After she fell to her death, her body was dead, yes, but spirits do not die. Mm. Evil spirits roam seeking hope. So, the spirit of Jezebel or Isabel, the spirit of Ahab and their disciples still live. And these spirits have found hosts. They are us today being disrespectful to the elderly and calling Yah's daughters out of their name. Okay. So I says here, a lot of these so-called brothers are the same self-same spirit. They themselves are operating under the spirit of Jezebel. Have and let me say this: having the spirit of Jezebel does not mean you are a woman with your own opinion, a black woman, or a leader. Hmm. Mm. Let me see here. If the woman is leading in spirit and in truth, why is she not then compared to Priscilla, mm. Aquila? Deborah or Eunice. Tell. Come on, brothers. Y'all got to do better. See, my philosophy right now is that 
it is going to take the daughters of Sarah to love and nurture the men back to health, back into their places of kingship. But how can we do that being beat down, calling B words with black eyes? You know, all of the, the blaming of one another has to stop. The women are like, where are the brothers supporting us? And the, 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 the brothers are like, where are the women? They out there being Jezebels. Listen, family, time is winding up. We're being held accountable for how we treating one another. And if for one minute, you think that a woman that is on fire for the most high and wants to get the truth out is a Jezebel, then you're lost, turned out, deceived, and waiting for judgment. Period. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so do you have any closing words, beloved? It's almost been an hour. Well, I tell you, time flies when you're having a good time. We definitely have to do this again. Thank you so much. I have to interview you. I have to. You are wonderful. You are amazing. And um, I would love to have that experience, that time with you. But I thank you guys so much for listening in. Thank you so much, Batia, for giving me the the time. And yes, um, all praises to the Most High. Thank you. Of course. Shalom, beautiful. We'll speak again soon. Okay.